0: Hello, welcome to the Football Glory Hole Podcast. we can listen to listeners on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spreaker, SoundCloud, YouTube, or on iHeartRadio, we thank HN and Glory Hole Seeker for tuning in this week. I'm your host, Bo Cephas, and I'm joined as always here on the sports patio by my good buddy Longhorn. Longhorn, what's up, buddy?
1: All right, all right. Woo, Bo Cephas. Well, two weeks ago, we went nine and four, and last week, we went eight and three And if my math is correct, and, you know, don't take my word for it, but that is 10 plus units over two weeks. That is doing some fucking work, baby. Now, at this point of the year, when the computers lock in like they are right now, I simply become a bumbling, drunken idiot, only here to fill an hour of (laughs) fodder and, and to listen to you make fun of all of my life's mistakes. Endless opportunities for you there. Now. Whether you are here for the funny. It's a quest for fun. I'm gonna have fun and you're gonna have fun. We're all gonna have so much fucking
0: fun we'll need plastic surgery to remove our goddamn smiles. You'll be whistling symphony doodle out
1: of your assholes. Or you are here for the money. Anybody tells you money's the root of all evil, doesn't fucking have any. They say money can't buy happiness? Look at the fucking smile on my face. Ear to ear, baby. You have come to the right place. Two questions for you people. Do you like football? What a stupid question that is. What a stupid question. You ask a lot of stupid questions. My apologies, Mr. President. I'll do better. Do
0: you like money? I'm a big fan of money. I like it. I use it. I have a little. I keep it in a jar on top of my refrigerator. I'd like to put more in that jar.
1: That's where you come in. That's right, Adam Center. That's exactly where we come in. And we have weekly, monthly, and yearly packages to fit your needs. Go to our website, thefootballgloryhole.com, and hit us up for those free picks, premium picks, and betting strategies so you can bet football the right way, the winning way, the football gloryhole way. Y'all know the drill, by now, we will make you laugh. <laughs> we will make you cringe. Holy Santa Claus shit. But most of all, baby, we will make you a shit ton of money. Woo! Woo!
0: Woo! Ow! I love that money!
1: Now, since we are that good and people do love us, we have an additional YouTube show in collaboration with 105.3 The Fan in Dallas called The Degenerate with world-famous R.J. Choppy. Murray,
0: and against Sana, left side, swings this one, Holloway for three, and I set fire to the rain. Watch it pour as I touch your face.
1: Now, with all that business out of the way, Welcome, welcome to the world's number one football capping podcast, Bo Cephas, as always. Here on the sports patio, we got the TVs glowing, we got the beer heavily flowing, and right now it is everybody's unfortunate favorite part of the show, my friend. Tell the people all about your horrible, fucking disgusting, cow beer, choice of the week.
0: Well, thank you for much, sir. Sir, tonight I am finishing up our Oktoberfest, October edition with the Spaten Oktoberfest, one of the originals from Munich, Germany. It gets four out of five stars. It is a fantastic beer, as you would expect, from the motherland itself. And Longhorn, I have been saving this story all month because it reminds me of the time, buddy, mm-hmm. that we Here were we in go. Munich. Here we go. And, uh, of course, as you boys and girls know, Longhorn being the ladies' man that he is, uh, there was a certain young Fraulein that he wanted to uh, put his schnitzel in her strudel. God and bless you. And she wasn't having that, but Germans are freaks. So she was willing to let him, you know, put his lederhosen in her booming, if you mm-hmm. uh, follow the alliteration there.
1: No, nobody does.
0: And, which Longhorn was more than willing to do, but... What he didn't know at the time was half the German girls don't wax their. I guess the slang term will be taint, but I actually looked this up in WebMD. The actual medical term for that part of the body is the hmm. gooch. So you still, can Google still it. If lost. You like.
1: Still lost. Still <laughs> lost.
0: So when Longhorn turned her over to, uh, let's say, check her hmm. diet, uh, you know, he had to fight the brush to get to her balloon knot, which again. It's half and half. So it's really a coin flip. So, buddy, I guess you flipped your coin, and I guess they you come up tails on that one.
1: <laughs> Heads, tails. Who the fuck knows what you're talking about over there? I just, I mean, I gotta wonder, like, how much of my drunken private time with ladies have you been peeking in on? Because every <laughs> week there's another story about some some little little filly that I diddled <laughs> in an in a inappropriate way. Jesus Christ. Well, all I can say about, buddy, is you do talk in your sleep, and we've shared many
0: beds together, but that's neither here nor there. We're going to get into the podcast now. We're going to give you those free picks. We are the good, the bad, and are you fucking kidding me? And we're going to do it all, and I mean fucking all, of those wins coming into the air tonight, but right now, it's time to get you paid, baby. We're going to do that with that college free pick of the week. And this week, Longhorn, we're going to switch it up. I'm going to give out the Pizza Money Parlay that I gave out earlier on the Degenerate because I feel that good about it, baby. This is a five-team parlay. Normally, five teams pays you 22 to 1. This one right here pays you 42 to 1. It's extra 20 units on your dollar. Listen closely. It's Baylor on the money line. It's the men of Troy on the money line. Kansas State on the money line. Ohio State minus 12 and a half, Wyoming on the money line. Again, 42 to 1, baby. Let's fucking get paid.
1: Sounds good.
0: All right, and now that we got you paid, we got to get paid. And to do that, we got to go over this week's sponsor. And this week's sponsor is Bet Any Sports.eu. I said, Bet Hey! Sports.eu is the only place you go for online gambling. All sports like the name suggests, if you want to bet the over or under or how many fraud lines that Longhorn will be sprinkling, which is sprinkling, you can fucking bet that too, baby. They got Push. poker. They got full casino games. They advertise reduce, juice, minus 105 in most situations. Same day payoffs and Welcome Bitcoin. They've got the widest selections of props, parlays, and teasers on the internet. People, go to betanysports.eu, Put in code word gloryhole. Get a 35% sign up bonus today. What does that mean? It means you get Deposit $1,000, you get back thirteen fifty. You take their free money with our picks. You're winning money on top of fucking money, on top of fucking money, baby. It's bet. Any One more time, I said bet. Hey! Sports.eu. cover glory hole.
1: And now it's
0: time for the good. Oh, that's good. That's good. Well, that's just
1: fucking great. That's just fucking great. The bad. Is this bad? Is
0: this bad? Well, that's fucking not good. And the are you fucking kidding me?
1: Are you fucking kidding me? Are you
0: fucking kidding me? God damn it, are you fucking with me? Alright boys and girls, as always, we start with the good, and the good last week goes fucking us, baby! Yeah, baby. Eight and three, five more units, Longhorn, let's fucking Love yep.
1: level one college and NFL both win units. That is the best feeling in the
0: world. In the world. But now we gotta tell ourselves, as we always do, it's time for the bad. And the bad last week was fucking Denver plus the seven. Hmm. Uh Kansas City we didn't think would be very interesting. And honestly, Longhorn, they didn't look that interested. But Denver had four fucking turnovers at home. And boys and girls, anytime. You bet on a team and they got four turnovers. You're going to have a fucking bad day. That's all I can tell you.
1: Yeah, I was going to, we haven't talked about this. I was going to say, let's just, in future reference, let's stay away from Kansas City in snow games because they did the exact same thing to Denver last year in the snow. And if you remember a couple years ago, we were in Vegas in a playoff game where Kansas City played Indianapolis in the snow with Andrew Luck and a running game, strong running game. And we were on Indy because of the same scenario. They got a good running game. It's in the snow. No, Kansas City killed them, and we, we lost that day in Vegas on that game. So future reference, snow for Kansas City is not a negative. Yeah,
0: we might have lost that day, but I remember us winning that night with a couple of brunettes, if you know what I mean. Anyway, we're moving on to the mm. R, you fucking <laughs> enemy! And this week, that award goes to your... Cleveland fucking Browns. So, we had Cleveland, minus a three, against the Bengals, and we said last week on the the podcast, they already burned us once, right in the first game, but we felt good about it again. And then, of course, your boy, your new favorite quarterback, Mr. Backdoor Burrow, does what he does, Mm -hmm. comes down, drives for the go, not just backdoor, the go-ahead touchdown. And then, of course, we're left with baker baker i like to piss in my pants when the fucking moment gets good maker but you know what he didn't fucking piss in his pants he led them all the way down the field and he threw the best ball i've ever seen this kid throw in his entire goddamn life to the right corner of the end zone couldn't have been a more perfect pass i don't even know who caught it because at that point i was pissing my pants maker something was leaking out into my pants at that point i don't know i was so excited I thought we had the game one, because that that put them up up by three. Right? And then... And then, all we need was the extra point for the four and the cover. And what does this fucking asshole kicker do but fucking miss the extra point? God damn it! Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, this is the the no-brainer are-you-fucking-kidding-me of the year. Like, this is everybody's are-you-fucking-kidding-me. Like, everybody around the country was pissed off at that stupid fucking kicker. I mean, by the way, extra points even moved back to the to the yard line they've moved back to are still a 94% success rate. So we lost a game. No, not lost. We got a push. But we didn't get a win on a game that's a 94% success rate. Fuck you, kickers.
0: And to put that in perspective, 94% means you make 94 out of 100 Cleveland won't score 100 touchdowns all seasons. This fucking asshole by the league percentage is not due to miss another extra point for like two fucking years. God damn it. All right, boys and girls, it's is the time you've all been waiting for. It's time for all those wins that are coming in the air tonight, baby! Long one. We're gonna start up in Detroit with your Lions. They are a three-point home dogs. Those Indianapolis Colts.
1: Yeah, and yeah, man, those Detroit Lions, man, they're kind of they're they're starting to show a little something there. Uh, three and three, and could be four and two, but if they rookie catches that ball in the first uh, game of the year against Chicago. But, you know, last week they got a little fortunate with that win, so all that stuff evens out. I do have a smash spot here for Indy. Coming off a bye, this is one of my favorite games of the week. Uh, Frank Wright is, is is a fantastic coach. ATS against, uh, uh, coming off a bye. And Detroit, with its 23rd-ranked defensive rush efficiency, is going to have a hard time stopping this Indy rushing attack, which is going to look to get it going uh, after the bye with, with their left tackle Costanza, probably coming back, uh, but the story of this game is going to be on the other side of the ball with Indy and their fourth-ranked DVOA defense, and getting Darius Leonard back off the bye should be able to slow down this Detroit offense enough to get that cover of three. You know they're both dome teams, so so the dome should be little to no factor, especially with no you know no crowd, no fans in the stands. Um, last week Atlanta for the most part slowed down detroit in that game uh besides that last drive and indy just to be quite frank is just in a different class uh a different tier than detroit uh detroit is minus nine in point differential and indy is plus 42 i've got to lean to indy here both detroit if they are real if they truly are a real team they're going to, have to prove it to me here against a legit team before i buy a stock in them what do you got
0: Man, I'm honestly leaning to your lines here. Uh, and the only reason is because it's literally a zero delta by our power rankings. And that's because Indianapolis, the underlying stats and their efficiency, they're not actually that great. And Detroit's actually not that bad. And this is, again, boys and girls, we're only giving one point at this point for home field advantage. So, you know, it's not the normal three. That's why Indy's only the minus three. If it was the three, obviously they would be, you know, the five or the six. Um but, man, here's the thing. It, I You say this is a proving game for Detroit. I think they're 3-3. Three and three. They are supposed to be 3-3, three three, like you said. They got fortunate last week. Todd Gurley, you know, couldn't do math or whatever. Uh, <laughs> and th- He literally <laughs> fell down on the fucking goal line. He looked like – I don't want to say what he looked like. I'm going to I'm gonna skip it. But, anyway, it, he, he looked foolish, and <laughs> he just could have took yeah. a knee. But, again, he just couldn't help himself. <laughs> he tried. He tried so hard. He fell down right on, like – the old uh what was it agony of defeat on the old uh sports on on CBS or whatever. That's what the agony of defeat looked like. Him yeah. laying down on the goal line. Literally the ball if the ball was in his right hand, they win the game. It was in his left oh, I
1: know. hand I know.
0: It lays right down on it. They end up losing as only as only they can. But you know what? Uh I think it's just as much to me a prove a game to Indy because If any is going to be a good team, this is the game that they go in and they don't win, they cover. Because if you're going to be a good team, you go beat, you know, a 500 team or a a below average team by more than the margin on the road even. So we'll see. But I actually, man, I actually lean Detroit on this. But again, it's a no call. It's a no delta. Not going to be a play for us, but, you know.
1: Real quick, real quick. I will say to your point, uh, uh, you know, this is a no play for me, too, because nothing stood out real strong either way. I will say, when I was digging into this handicap, I was surprised to see that Indy has not been a very good rushing team this year at all. They're kind of middle of the pack. Which, with that offensive line and Jonathan Taylor out of college, it's just it's shocking to see that they can't get that running game going like they have. It's because they don't respect they don't
0: respect the pass. Because I mean, look at Ty Hilton. Look at the fall off of Ty Hilton. Like he was probably a you know first second round draft or second round draft pick in fantasy the dude has done nothing because Phil Rivers can't get him the ball because he's not any good.
1: Okay, but well, you say that, but Rivers is putting up monster numbers. I mean, like they should be opening up. But they're not, on... Yeah, but
0: they're not efficient numbers. Like he's having to he's having to do a lot to get a little basically.
1: I mean, I guess. I just I mean, I like I said, I don't I'm not going to fight you on it cuz I could easily see Detroit cover and even win this game so you know i, I think we i think we covered it you know it's, it's a dangerous game let's put it that way
0: for sure all right we're gonna move on to those green Bay Packers, and right now they are seven point home favorites versus the minnesota can you cover my cousins vikings
1: <laughs> yeah minnesota is third in offensive rush efficiency going against going up against the 22nd ranked defensive defensive rush efficiency for green bay so they should they should be able to control the ball on the ground here and if they can avoid the big mistake uh i actually do like minnesota to hang around in this game and uh keep it close all the way till the end and with that plus seven uh, i've got to lean to minnesota here uh one more thing weather will be a factor in this game it's going to be very windy it's going to be cold so that will put a larger emphasis on those running games uh and, and that will slow down that Green Bay passing attack. Aaron Jones is a – last I heard, he is not has still not practiced. So, even if he does play, he's not going to be 100%. You have division familiarity here. You're getting a touchdown protection. Eileen to Minnesota. Bosephus, what do you got?
0: Yes, sir. I'm with you. The numbers are with you. Everything's with you. Go Vikings. All right, moving All right. on to Buffalo, where they are three and – a Okay. Buffalo is a three and a half point home favorite versus yeah, those goddamn New England Patriots. What the fuck is going
1: on? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a two-sided, not really two-sided handicap, but I'm gonna have a handicap and then a warning. So just stick with me here. So obviously in this game we have a huge coaching edge to Buffalo. That's right, you heard me. Huge coaching edge what? to Buffalo. <laughs> No, look, Belichick is still Belichick. I'm I, we're we're giving him shit because he's just lost his way here without Tom Brady. But the coach for Buffalo is really fucking good, so it's not it's not crazy to think that this at least it is at least a net net on the on the coaching uh, side. You have two teams who are not playing well over the last few weeks, but one of them, Buffalo, actually has the talent on the roster to make a move back into the right direction. Buffalo did actually dominate that game last week against the Jets, but they only managed eighteen points on six field goals, which you know And they missed two we, we talked, we talk, yeah, and they and they missed two other field goals. So we talked last week about that being a really good spot for the Jets. Um, and they and they did cover that game. But my guess is Buffalo was looking forward to this game against New England, kind of that division bully that's been pushing them around for twenty years. This is their chance, Buffalo's chance to plant that flag and end that dominance of New England in this division. Now, however, this is this is my warning. So my, my, my lean would be to Buffalo. Let's get that out of the way. My lean is to Buffalo. But here's the warning. New England is 25th in defes- defensive efficiency. So Buffalo really should have no issue covering. However, what what does New England do best? Run the ball. And Buffalo, what they're worst at, one of the worst in the league, is stopping the run. So if there is any chance for New England in this game, I mean, first of all, it's gonna take a complete 180 for, for their quarterback, Cam Newton, to, to just flip that around to what he was doing the first couple of games. But on top of that, if if they can get that running game going against a Buffalo team that has shown they cannot stop the run, and on the flip side, if they can if New England can stop the run, uh or, excuse me, uh, stop the Buffalo passing attack, which is their strength because Buffalo has not shown ability to run the ball, but they have been uh, a passing team at the first part of this year, and that is that feeds right into the strength of New England defense. Like, New England can't stop the run. We saw that last week against San Francisco. They're actually okay against the pass. So just be careful with this game. Is all I'm saying. I am going to lean to Buffalo, but be careful here. Don't go too crazy uh, on Buffalo in this game. Do you – to the, what do the numbers say here, Bo Because I don't really want any part of this on either side.
0: Yeah, the algorithms are split on this. Uh, the power rankings have Buffalo a half a point delta. That's definitely not enough for a play for us. and It's plus with the split. Uh, I, think you, I think you nailed good. the fucking handicap on it. And here's the thing that I'm tired of. I'm tired of the fucking narrative that Cam Newton played so good the first two weeks. First of all, the first week he played like shit. He just ran the ball well. The second week, he played Seattle, which me, you, and a couple of your favorite fucking fall lines there could probably fucking put up 300 yards on the Seattle defense throwing the ball. Since then, he's been absolute ass. He is absolute ass. Uh, if Josh Allen could just not turn the fucking ball over, I honestly, I honestly think Buffalo walks away with this one pretty easily. However, mm-hmm. Buffalo's defense is so putrid mm-hmm. by any efficiency number you want to look at, I think that will keep New England in the game. And really, that's been the biggest departure for me, for them, is you know we thought Buffalo was going to win the division. We both said Buffalo was going to win the division. And they probably will. I mean, they're the odds on favorite, obviously, in Vegas right now. But, man, if their defense doesn't get better, like if he can't, and, and I like Sean McDermott too, but if he can't write that ship, they're not going very far in the playoffs. I promise you that because Josh Allen is not the fucking quarterback. Which, first of all, I think I said three or four weeks of this weeks ago on this podcast that everybody telling me that I should apologize for saying Josh Allen sucks. You can kiss both sides of my ass. And I believe that's a direct quote from me. You can still kiss both sides of my ass. because The kid still is not any good. So if you think that he's going to carry a team in the playoffs, that can't fucking stop anybody. Again, both sides, both cheeks. They're still open, baby. Pucker up. Moving on.
1: Yeah. We're not. Yeah. Move on. Move on.
0: Cincinnati. Our Cincinnati Bengals at this point. The Mm. backdoor burrows themselves are five and a half point home dogs consensus right now to the Tennessee Titans.
1: Yeah, and I am known to say in certain games that the first one to 10 wins. Uh in this game the first one to 50 wins. So just <laughs> just, just, just you better just keep on scoring in this game. Uh and you kind of mentioned it there and uh since the LGBTQ elemental P community has allowed me to trademark backdoor burrow, I am actually going to call for Cincinnati to slide into that backdoor, get the cover here and turn what what you know what remember the tennessee versus jacksonville game and where tennessee kind of dominated the entire game but somehow jacksonville got that late cover and kind of was just going back and forth it's going to be very much the same here it's going to feel like tennessee's dominating the game it's going to be a two-score game for most of the game at the end when when the when those clock hit zero it's going to be cincinnati within that point spread that's just the way i feel in this game um, as far as the numbers go, I was kind of shocked when I looked it up. But Cincinnati is 21st in defensive rush efficiency, uh, which doesn't sound great. But then you take into to account that Tennessee has played two games this season in Houston and Jacksonville, which were ranked 27th and 24th in defensive rush efficiency, both worse than Cincinnati, and both teams had some success against against Tennessee as, as far as the final you know score went. Uh, Houston, they didn't cover, but we all watched that game. That they should have, you know, they should have easily covered the game. It took some magic for Tennessee to get that cover, and Jacksonville did cover that game. So, look, I'm going to lean to, you know, Burrow here to get that cover. Uh, What did the numbers say? Because I don't know if we've talked a whole lot about this game.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm with you. The numbers are with you 100%. It's Cincinnati here. That's the play. Um, And to your point, in that Houston game, I think Houston had like a 95% chance of winning that, of winning, not just covering, winning the game outright. Right,
1: and didn't cover.
0: And didn't end up covering because of the miracle. (laughs) Overtime, and then Henry just plows down. Like, at that point, they're defeated mentally, so it is what it is. But here's the thing, people. Joe Burrow is on pace to break. Uh, Andrew Luck's rookie record for most passing yards by a rookie in an NFL season ever. And he's doing it behind easily a top five worst offensive line in the NFL. He's throwing to fucking soup cans and fucking baked potatoes. And his number one running back, Mixon, I don't know when the last time he fucking played. And he's still out there airing it out. This kid is tough as fucking goddamn nails. He has shown me so much this year. I didn't have a whole lot of hope for him. Just because he was going to uh, Cincinnati, man, i tell you what, if this kid keeps showing this kind of metal and Cincinnati can just not be Cincinnati for a little while and build a little bit of a team around him, we might be talking about Joe Burrow a whole lot more uh, in the future, that's for sure. Uh,
1: oh, for sure. And, like, they're, and that off- actually, in, on a roster note, their offensive line has gotten worse. They got dinged up last week. They lost Bobby Hart, who was their best offensive lineman, uh, he will not play this week had a couple more injuries that probably will play it was already a bad line took another hit but again like when it when a line is horrible like does it really matter a whole lot if you lose like that's not his problem like but he is throwing some talent to i'm not gonna let you knock knock his talent like like you know aj green has basically become his third option you got t higgins who's an emerging rookie and uh and, boy, it's is is just a steady steady Eddie out there. So, he's got the weapons. They have got to get some fucking offensive linemen there that can actually protect that kid because you're right. I don't. You, you say he's going to break the record. He ain't going to break it because he ain't going to finish this year. That boy's <laughs> going to get hurt. He's going to get hurt.
0: All right, moving on to your Cleveland Browns and those motherfuckers. They are <laughs> minus two and a half this week hosting our loss. Vegas Raiders
1: yeah this is a um this, this this is a I like this game let's put it that way I, I like this game I'm not gonna glean too much like from lat yeah I do I, I like it I like it man I like this game uh I'm not gonna glean too much in the last week's ass whooping that that Vegas took to Tampa Bay the NFL just did just did Vegas dirty sent sending their entire team home <laughs> you know the whole the whole offensive line couldn't practice all week and then didn't even postpone the game at all. Didn't move it to a oh, day later, two days later. Nah, get in there, get your ass out there and play that fucking game. You know, you know find that fucking dog and get your ass out there and play that, fu- <laughs> play that fucking game. They're like, they didn't show up to like Thursday. Like, yeah, no, nah, you're good, go play. So Vegas should be much healthier, much more prepared this week. Um, and it, actually, if you look at the AFC standings, The playoff standings, I know it's early, but if you look at it, Vegas would be right outside of the playoffs with Cleveland right above them uh, in that seventh slot to make the playoffs. So you are going to get max motivation here from Vegas. However, and here's the twist, Baker and Cleveland have become so simple to handicap. They just really are. They're like a machine. If you can can rush Baker and you can stop the run – is a smash spot for the other team. If you cannot rush Baker and you cannot stop the run, it's a smash spot for Cleveland. So I, it, it, this is a no-brainer to me. Like I'm not going to go against that season-long trend. And 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 uh, honestly, it's probably a three-year trend. Take out last year, but the year before was the same way. His rookie year, like it, it was the same way. If you couldn't rush him, Cleveland ate. So, long story short, I'm on Cleveland here. Both Stevis, what do you got?
0: Yeah, I'm just gonna. Uh, just pass this one to you because the numbers are split, the the algorithm is split, and our power ranking has this at exactly a zero point delta, and that's at <laughs> the two and a half. I'm just telling you, boys and girls, doing this for years, that's hard to fucking find to get a zero point delta at a two and a half. So it's a toss up by the numbers, which means it's fifty fifty historically, it could go either way. But uh, I, I do like your handicap on this, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna bend to you, buddy. Okay. All right, we're going to move on to Kansas City and the World Champion. Kansas City Chiefs coming off of whipping our ass and whipping Denver's ass. Mm. They're home. Uh, they're a slight favorite this week. Uh, looks like only 19.5 points consensus to the New York
1: J-E-T-S. Yes! 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 Hmm. Yeah, before I get into the handicap here, let me just say that last week we went three one and one, obviously. Uh, and if if that jackass would have made that kick and we were four mm. and one, and the only focus we had, mm. take taking us from a back to back five and zero in the NFL, would have been this Denver pick that we had against Kansas City. I would have been so fucking mad because that game from fucking kick to buzzer was never never fucking close so whatever but thank god thank god the kickers suck and you know, have to worry about it so in this game this is an absolute complete fucking stay away i would never bet this game in a million fucking years on a force lean i guess i would have to take those sorry ass jets at that historical huge number uh i did hear anything over 19 um in the last handful of years is on a five and one ats run to the to the underdog so look that's the only way i could you know really lean in this in this uh game casey kansas City has shown the tendency to play down to competition all year um so and you really don't get any further down than the jets like literally <laughs> all the way down to the fucking basement uh, now i do uh, on the flip side i do believe that kansas city could could sleepwalk through this game and cover this spread if they really wanted to. But the back door will be open all day. Um, and I've got no interest in rooting for these sorry-ass Jets to uh, get in that back door. And I've also got no interest in, you know, crossing my fingers and hoping that Kansas City has the desire and the effort to cover this monster spread. So I will pass this game, seekers.
0: All right, so two trends on this game. One is uh, pretty pretty well known, so you mentioned kind of five and one. In the last twenty years, uh, nineteen or more point dogs, uh, they're hitting at eighty percent, eighty percent historically. <laughs> uh, and then another okay. one. This is more obscure. So it's if you double the spread, and it's within ten points of the total. So nineteen and a half, nineteen and a half. Quick math. That is. 39 points. The over-under is at 49, so it's when 10 points. Again, the dog on that rate is hitting at 87%, and that's in the history of the fucking NFL. Hmm. So you've got everything, and I mean everything. Yeah. The numbers, the algorithms, everything fucking say Jets. However, Long, what we have hmm. discovered is even when our algorithms agree, there's one kind of cut-through fucking metric That we've found, and we won't name it, because, you know, our secrets are our secrets. That's what you pay us for. But the one cut-through metric is not on the Jets. And when the one cut-through metric is not on that team, even with an algorithm agreement, it becomes a coin flip. So, if you want to bet the Jets on a (laughs) 50-50 probability, even with an 80, an 87% trend line, praying, like you said, praying to God that, you know... They're up twenty seven to nothing in the fourth quarter and they pull Mahomes and then somehow fucking the Jets score ten points or whatever. Who knows? Who I, cares? I, I yeah, I'm not interested in it. But anyway, if you wanted to go if if you want to bet the Jets and then claim you're a sharp on fucking Monday, fucking go. Yeah, for
1: go it. ahead. Yeah, go ahead.
0: Alright, moving on. Those my hammock dolphins, and they are starting. The rookie that everyone has been waiting on, Mr. Tua Tugavaloa. I'll help you out with the last name. I know you always get it wrong. And they are mm-hmm. three-and-a-half-point home dogs to those L.A. Rams, baby.
1: Yeah, we like to call them Tua T around these parts. You know, that's 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 what the drinkers call them because they'll never even <laughs> ever try to fucking pronounce that. Tua T, look, here's the deal. I, I, I don't know how you can responsibly bet this game with a rookie quarterback that you've never seen play in the NFL. I just really don't look the Rams. Are, they're heavy running offense and Miami is dead last in defensive rush efficiency. So the quick, easy handicap is straight to LA uh, to take control of this game and, and you know, dominant and possibly dominate the rookie quarterback um, with the 11th ranked defensive pass efficiency. So on a quick look, you know, digging into you know the, the soft underlying numbers, I'm going to lean to L.A. I will say this, however, because I am staying away from this game. So just you know, kind of play double, double uh, side here, devil's advocate. Be careful because the market adjusted down two and a half points with the quarterback change to Tua. Uh, and if if the market is correct, the value on this game is basically um, what? Just pause. Both, if it's the numbers, are they, are they are they pretty much split? So this this kind of a coin flip type game.
0: They are split, yes.
1: Okay, so so basically at the numbers right now with a downgrade to Tua from Fitzpatrick, it's basically a coin flip game. However, if the market is wrong on Tua and and he's much better than Fitzpatrick, if even if it's just a net net or or God, what if he's even better and it's a and it's a net positive over fits you have tremendous value on miami here in the two to three point range so uh, i'm not willing to, to you know take that gamble on a quarterback i've never seen in the nfl i will just say however that you know all accounts in practice is that he's looked really good and i don't think the coaching staff would make this change if he hasn't looked good so you know there is a possible Possible huge value to Miami here on this game. One last thing and I'll throw it to you. When the Rams played New England in the Super Bowl two years ago and held... What did they hold the, the Rams to? That high-powered Rams offense? They held them to like... Uh, was three, it 10 points? 3 or 10. Yeah, 3 points. Yeah. Whatever it was. Who was the defensive, co- defensive coordinator for New England New England in that game? Bo Uh,
0: I believe that would be our boy from Miami.
1: And he's the head coach for Miami now. So... All that said, if I was forced to take this game, I would take Miami in the points. However, I just I, I can't. I'm, I'm not going to bet on a quarterback I've never seen play in the NFL. What do you got?
0: Yeah, so the algorithms are split. However, what I will say is at a net-net, and we talked about this on last week a little bit, and we talked about it on the Degenerate last week for sure. If the coaches have has seen him play and they think it's a net-net even score, which is the only reason why you put – 2-in uh, at this point because, again, they're still in the division race or at least the playoff race at this point. There's yeah. no other reason to make this move unless you think Flores is really just trying to see what he's got and just counting the chickens for next year, but I don't think that's Flores's game. But either way, if it's a net-net positive, you've got a pretty big delta per power rankings to Miami. However, with all of the analytics that we run, it is still a split even if you do the 2.5 down. It's still a split, but even with the two and a half down, if you look at the power rankings, it's still a decent delta to Miami. It would not shock me if Miami covered this if two is net, net zero. To your point, if it's two and a half down, now we'll see. But, you know, to me, the market is just adjusting down to whatever they can estimate. With I guess with the best estimate that they can, just from historical rates from, from rookie quarterbacks and see what they do, I mean, he he barely right. did anything We got in. He threw one pass for like two yards. He looked nervous, uh, but who cares? It first few snaps in the NFL, mm. everybody looks nervous. I don't know. I I Here's why I wouldn't go Miami is only because I think the Rams are really getting undervalued still from the market. And it, I think even a little bit from us, to be honest with you, I think they're still getting a little mm. bit undervalued. I think the Rams are one of those teams that's going to round into shape and be a contender when the contenders are being called on.
1: Hmm. All right, we'll see.
0: All right, moving on. We're going to Chicago. Those bears. And they're four and a half point home dogs. So those Saints.
1: Yeah, I'm going to keep this one simple because I know you've got some stuff on this one. Um, and look, let's just be honest. Let's pull the curtain back a little bit and tell the people that I will actually be fading the computers on this pick. Uh not something I'd recommend this time of year because they're really, really smart, and I'm really, really dumb. And you know, they're really, really, they're really, really good lucky, and I'm really, really ugly. But with the, in this game, the look, I'm, I, I have to be, I have to be honest. Like, the, like there's a reason we have two of us, and there's a reason we do it the way we do it because it overall ends up with the the best possible outcome in the long run. So I'll do it my way, and you tell me how I'm wrong. The win in this game is going to be a gigantic factor. It's going to be very hard to pass in this game. It's going to slow down both passing attacks. So I do look for both teams to turn to the running game and the short passing attack. And Chicago, to be just quite frank, is an awful rushing team. And New Orleans, at least, has shown the ability to stick with the run and have some success with it. So And, and we know that the short passing attack is kind of where Breeze likes to eat. Um, I have not heard the final word on Michael Thomas and his saga, what's going on. But if he does play, it's only a bonus to New Orleans. I will reluctantly, reluctantly, and very, like, shaking in my boots, lean to New Orleans because I know the computers disagree with me. Bo well, tell all the people why I'm stupid.
0: All right, well, here we go. Um, Chicago's <laughs> been undervalued all year long. They're 4-3 and three, ATS. Which tells you right there, they've been undervalued. They've, they perform above expectations. And New Orleans has been overvalued all year long. There are two and four ATS. In fact, they've only covered against... The only two teams they covered against was the first game against Tampa Bay, where they were minus three and a half, and we'll get to that in a second. They did cover that, but obviously mm-hmm. Tampa Bay's gotten better since then. And the second game was they were minus three in Detroit. They won by four, and they got down by 14 points just to do that. So, Mm-hmm. Here's where I think the biggest rub is, despite, despite all the numbers, despite all the algorithms, despite all that shit, New Orleans has to go to Tampa Bay next week. Again, they were minus three mm-hmm. and a half in the first game. They're now minus four and a half, or plus four and a half, excuse me, at the look ahead. That is an eight-point swing. Now, that seems a little much to me, but in our power rankings, New Orleans has been downgraded two full points since our beginning Year power rankings, Tampa Bay. You might think, well, they've been upgraded a ton, so it makes sense. No, they haven't. No, they haven't. We had them exactly where they are at right now. But before Week One, they're not even a half a point, not even two tenths of a point different than what they are right now in our power rankings. Now they did dip to start the season, but they've climbed back to where we thought they would be. We knew Tampa Bay was going to be a good team; they are a good team. We didn't think New Orleans. Was, we didn't think New Orleans was going to be bad. New Orleans has dipped two full points. And Chicago has actually been upgraded by about a half a point from our beginning year power range. We didn't have a lot of faith in Chicago, admittedly, starting the year. They they well outperformed our expectations, Vegas' expectations, obviously at 4-3, and, and everybody's expectations. And then going to so New Orleans going to Tampa Bay next week. This is the classic, and I said this on the Degenerate today, I hate, to, I hate the fucking term look ahead because it's the NFL, Longhorn. No teams look ahead, right? They don't look ahead. They have to win every game. They know that. However, what they do in the NFL is they don't give a shit about margin. Like in college, you know, Clemson knows if they're favored by 21, they need to win by at least 21 or more because they get voted on, right, by idiots in the public and the media Mm -hmm. and all that bullshit and polls to keep their position to get into, you know, playoff contention, the best playoff rankings they can. In the NFL, it's Al Davis, baby. Just fucking win. By 1, by 100, does not fucking matter. (laughs) And New Orleans knows if they go up there, play a clean game, Nick Foles sucks. We all know Nick Foles sucks, right? They they don't turn the ball over. They're going to win the game. They know that. So knowing that, Sean Payton is not going to fucking pull out all his stops to fucking beat the Bears. When he has to play Tampa Bay, he already knows. And if you don't think these NFL coaches know the lines before the games, you're fucking fooling yourself. They absolutely do. He knows he's a big dog heading to Tampa Bay next week. He knows he's at a disadvantage. He knows he's not as good as that team. So he's not going to pull all his cards out to beat the fucking Bears by four and a half. They're going to win the game. I believe that. I don't think Chicago's a win. But I love Chicago plus four and a half here. Not only because all the numbers say so. It's the perfect in-between spot. And don't forget Longhorn. Chicago's on the road two games in a row. So that second road game in L.A., that was another big road trip for them. On a Monday night, they're coming back home, you know, Nick Foles is going to do what he does. He's going to spare us all to fucking death. But at the end of the day, I think Chicago gets inside this cover.
1: <laughs> all right. Sounds good.
0: All right. Moving on. We're going to see out. And they are minus three point consensus right now. Home favorites versus San Francisco, 49.
1: Yeah. And this one, this one was an interesting game to me because when I first looked at the line I'm like oh okay I'm gonna lean to San Francisco in this game and then I dug into it and I completely flipped so let's get into that San Fran has faced the fourth easiest schedule in the league and they're still dealing with some you know massive injuries on both sides of the sides of the ball never seems to stop for this team every week they get more and more people hurt Um, hasn't completely derailed them uh, as of yet in this season but the strength of schedule might explain some of that um, San Francisco is only 24th in pass rush success rate. So Russell will absolutely cook all day, not to mention he's coming off a loss, a loss in which his mistakes kind of cost him the game, cost Seattle that game. So I expect zero mistakes in this game from Russell against a uh, against a defense that can be had in, in the air. And on the other side of the ball, Seattle is ninth. In defensive rush efficiency, so that lines up well against what San Francisco likes to do with the running game. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to lean Seattle here. I know that I know we talked about this. The computers don't don't have a lean here, so I am going to lean to Seattle with that short number uh, coming off a straight up loss. is what do you got?
0: Yeah, I like your handicap there. I don't really have a strong feeling in this game, and like you said, the computers don't either. So if I had to lean, All I'd right. probably lean Seattle. Alright, we're gonna move on to those goddamn Philadelphia Eagles. And they are now <laughs> nine and a half points and since it's home favorites over the Dallas Cowboys.
1: Mm. Damn, that I kinda changed this part of my ride up here, but first of all, uh oh, Bo Sivas, what we have what we have <laughs> here for the, no, for the second No, yep, this is the Sunday right. night
0: game. You can't do that on the Sunday oh. night game
1: give a shit i don't oh oh you know what so it can't be a corner tv game because if it's sunday night it's the only game so let's see let's come up with something clever right out, right off the uh uh, it's hello don't fucking watch a game of the (laughs) week just don't even fucking turn it on don't waste your time don't waste our time i was gonna say the philly was a is a great teaser play this week but apparently it's been put up bit up so much that uh at nine and a half which is what you just said it was at i can't even take it down to under three so fucking throw that right out the window so i got nothing else most take it away
0: yeah so here's the thing if you're if you're a cows fan here's what you need <laughs> right here you need to do exactly what my buddy just said do not turn this fucking game on don't pay it any fucking mm-hmm. attention don't there watch. Don't fucking I mean obviously you're not going to Philadelphia. Well I hope you're not. Uh just don't fucking pay any attention because the only thing <laughs> that's gonna don't convince go to this time of year. Uncle Jerry uh guys, I got my guy. Mark McCart- he, he's my guy, MacArthur. He, he's my guy. Yeah if you if you convince guy, him right. that he's not the fucking guy, don't fucking watch. In fact, I'm gonna go out on a limb right here. I'm gonna make a bold prediction and I'm gonna say this is going to be the lowest rated Cowboys primetime game in Dallas. So just in DFW, not going to make a prediction for the whole nation. In DFW, I'm going to say since, what, probably 2003-ish, somewhere around in there, somewhere in the fucking Chutch years. Sure. Uh, sure. And it should be. And, it, and like I Vinny said. Vinny Testaverde. Yeah. Hey, yo, I'm Vinny. I'm throwing it around here. Yeah, that <laughs> fucking guy. Mm-hmm. And again, if if you truly love your cows, if you do, leave your fucking TVs off. Take your fucking wife, your girlfriend, in Longhorn's case, one of his mistresses, out to fucking dinner. Just fucking go have a good time. Don't fucking turn the game on. Just fucking read about it on your app the next day. And when Uncle Jerry sees, and here's the thing, if this number drops below twenty, so that means in a twenty in a, in a ratings is basically twenty percent. Of any one market. If it drops below 20. It will be a historical. Historical low. Cow game in DFW. If you love your cows. If you want your cows to ever be good again. Just fucking leave the TV off.
1: Or just drop your allegiances all together. And bet on football like we do. And make money on all the teams. And don't give a shit anymore. Because if you do drop. If you do drop that ratings under a 20. He might be worth. I don't know four point nine 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 billion <laughs> instead of five point zero 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 billion so he ain't gonna give a fuck he's fucking cashing that money
0: boys and girls that's a pretty goddamn good handicap right there we're moving on to denver <laughs> and those fucking broncos that fucked us last week they're three point home dogs against the fucking lh Chargers.
1: yeah this is this is one of my favorite spots on the board this week i just love denver here and even though they screwed us last week royally versus kansas city that actually that actually makes it a little bit better because you get better value when a team is coming off a just blowout loss like that so that is actually works out in our favor this week um this is a major major step down in talent going from kansas city to the Chargers. Um, you know, as a matter of fact, I can't really speak to your power rankings. both of us was over there, but on my power, on my power rankings, these are almost identical teams between Denver and the chargers. So there's, there's some value here to the home dog for sure. Denver is number seventh ranked defensive efficiency and Herbert better get used to these rough road trips to mile high over the next decade or, or two, depending on how long he plays. Uh, because you know going to Denver is just not an easy road trip for any quarterback even great quarterbacks this is a hard trip to make despite what you saw last week with Kansas City um, on top of that Denver's losses are to Pittsburgh Kansas City Tampa Bay and Tennessee the, that's nothing to sneeze at that's nothing to feel horrible about and la just is not in that category as a matter of fact I'm talking myself into it both us hit that sounder here let's take Denver. Plus the points. Let's take Denver to win this game. Buddy, what do you got?
0: This is by far my favorite sounder you've hit all fucking year. (laughs)
1: Oh, wow. So,
0: you say on your power rankings are even. On the computer's power rankings, Chargers are a one-point better team. Give them one at home. That makes them even. We're getting three. Actually, we locked it in at three and a half in the Super Contest. We're getting three and a half fucking points. The look-ahead line of this game was a pick Right? But Denver looks so bad. But again, they had four fucking turnovers to the one of the best teams, if not the best team, in the right. NFL. So of course right. you're gonna get blown the fuck off the field when you turn the ball over four times to Patrick fucking Mahomes. And again, Herbert's not Patrick fucking Mahomes. He the kid looks good and he might really be good, but he's never gonna be Patrick Mahomes. There's only one of those fucking guys. And True Lock has not played bad this season. And like you just said, they have lost to – name those teams again.
1: Well, I already deleted it, but it was off memory. Pittsburgh, Kansas City, Tennessee, and there was one other Tampa good Bay. team. But, uh, Tampa Bay. Yeah, okay. there it is.
0: So, Tampa Bay is the number one team in the NFC. If you want to argue, you can. Whatever. There are at least one or two. Oh, Kansas yeah, City sure. is number one team in the AFC. Be no arguing that. Pittsburgh and Tennessee with Baltimore, that rounds up the top four teams in the AFC, and there is no fucking arguing yeah, that. So, I know. I know. If, if you think that the Chargers are in that class and they should be getting three points on the road, that means with the one point, maybe it's one and a half, you know, in mile high in, the, in that environment, that means you're, tell, you're telling Still me value. they would be four and a half point home favorites. That It doesn't compute. Not, nothing about this makes sense. I love the sounder. Love Denver. Go Broncos. Let's get it. All right, now we're going to move on to the fucking game of the day. This is the fucking game, boys and girls. This is the fucking litmus test right here early in the season, or I guess we're halfway through at this point. It's Pittsburgh. They're at Baltimore, and they are a four-point road dog.
1: Yeah, in this game, I could go with the long handicap or I could go the short handicap I'm thinking because we're sitting at about 55 minutes I think I'm gonna go the short handicap here much like Baker and Cleveland and how they're easy to handicap in certain situations so is Baltimore for the most part Uh, Lamar Jackson if you can stop the run and make him a passer he has just proven that he cannot beat you that way you have division familiarity you're getting over the field? What'd you say was that? Four three, points, three and a half. Four points. Oh my God, four points! So you're getting you're getting four points. I'm I'm leaning to Pittsburgh here. You know, I can't, I've got a whole write up, but let's make it short. I'm going Pittsburgh here, catching those points in the division game uh, against a quarterback that has not proven he can beat teams through the air. And Pittsburgh is still number one against the rush. What do you got?
0: Yeah, so if Pittsburgh comes out like they've been doing and jumps all over teams like they just did against Tennessee, which we had them mm-hmm. last week, right? We were we were the lone sharps, Longhorn. We were the fucking people on the island. Every fucking other sharp two we Two weeks knew in a row. Had fucking Tennessee. Two weeks in a row. Huh? Two, yeah, two weeks two in a Two weeks in a row. Yeah, because we had Tampa Bay versus Green Bay. Our whole community was against us then, too. Guess what, baby? Yep. That lonely island has paid the fuck off. And if Pittsburgh can <laughs> jump all over Baltimore like they did against Tennessee, yeah. Uh, Lamar ain't coming back like Tannehill did. And as long as Big Ben doesn't make any fat fucking mistakes like he did to let Tennessee back in that game, if they just run the ball on Baltimore, I don't don't see any way to lean. The the numbers are split on this because Baltimore is, I mean, from an efficiency standpoint, they're still such a good fucking football team and they are really excellent at what they do when they're on their game, when they get a lead, when they control, like you said, the pace and everything, keep Lamar in his lane. They're fucking unstoppable. They literally are unstoppable. But if you can get them out of it, They're easily beatable, and I think Pittsburgh does that this week, so I'll lean with you. All right. All right, moving on to the Monday night football game that may or may not happen at this point because (sighs) Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley just had to fucking go out partying without a goddamn mask on. They might get suspended. They might get fined. Who fucking knows? But either way, the Giants got the fucking COVID there, kid. So uh, Hmm. Tampa Bay is currently still on the board at 10.5-point road favorites against the New York football COVID-fucking-having Giants.
1: Yeah, um, I certainly hope they can, you know, recover from that just awful cough for the half for 24 <laughs> hours. And, and we're we're going to... We're gonna stay out of the politics of this, and <laughs> we're gonna keep my we're gonna keep my opinions to myself. So, I can already tell you before we even talked about this game, I know the numbers is gonna to lean to the Giants here, um, you know, and, and weather is gonna be like weather's gonna be a factor up and down the East Coast uh, in these games, and and will be for the probably the remainder of the year. So, you, if you're gonna be bet on these games, you gotta be sure to check those weather uh, conditions, uh, swirling winds in New York. It, that can only, that can only help slow down that Tampa Bay passing attacked, uh, attack. And the Giants are ranked 11th against the rush. So those two factors combined should slow it down enough to keep the Giants within that uh, giant point spread. Does that mean that I want to put my money and your money on Daniel Jones if he plays (laughs) to keep this close? Not really, but I will say this. um, This is is kind of a little in-depth here and probably something I shouldn't talk about in the podcast because it's boring. That's our job to, to take care of, not yours. But this is a Monday night game, and you've got a huge, huge home dog here. The Sunday games. If if the books if if the, all the favorites are winning on Sunday, like if there's a if there's just favorite after favorite winning and covering on Sunday, watch this line. Watch watch any Monday light Monday night game and Sunday night game. The underdogs shoot up because there's so much liability on these on these books with um, these these parlay cards and these teaser cards tied into Monday night and Sunday night games that you know. If, if the favorites are, are covering and winning big on Sunday, there's going to be huge liability on Tampa Bay uh, in this game. So the books will often, if those favorites cover on Sunday, they will jack these lines up to cover their ass on on Monday night. So, you know, just check that. If you like New York, wait. Because, it, you know, if, if all the favorites cover on Sunday, you can probably get this line a little bit higher Um, You know, if if you don't, it's not really going to matter. Probably won't drop that much anyways. But thank you very much once again to China. You can suck a big dick for fucking up our entire (laughs) football season. You know, once again, you really – like, I I just wasted two minutes talking about this fucking game. That probably won't even fucking happen. God, I I can't stand you, China. Can't stand you.
0: All right, the only thing I'll add to my buddy's point is you can look at DraftKings. They've already got Tampa Bay at minus 12, and South Point has them at oh minus 11.5. And Circa, the brand new, just beautiful fucking book at the Four Queens. God damn, this thing looks like a fucking Taj Mahal. They've got it at mm-hmm. minus 11.5. It's already moving, like my buddy just fucking told you, because he is that fucking sharp. It's going towards Tampa Bay. If you love the Giants, like the computers do, and like we do, just fucking wait. Just fucking wait, that kid. <laughs> and you're going to get the better of the yep. fucking number. Don't fucking put your money. Don't fucking put your money down there. All right? Just fucking wait. Just not for nothing. Just hold fucking on. wait. All right? Just hold. All right, boys and girls. That was all the wins that are coming in the air tonight, baby! boys and girls it's time you've all been waiting for it's time for that nfl free i said free pick of the week baby
1: yeah and only one sounder this week so a little little light on the sounders there but let's stick with the free pick on denver plus three three and a half whatever you can get them that get them at that is going to be our nfl free pick of the week and i hope you liked that money line parlay of the week hitting last week. I hope you liked it very much. I hope you did because it paid 12-1 to 1 last week. And let's see if we can hit back-to-back money line parlays. This week we are going to go with Denver on that money line. Cleveland, Miami, putting our faith in Tua there. You know, put, put a little faith in that value on Tua. Philly and Seattle. Once again, Denver, Cleveland, Miami philly and seattle that pays 13 to 1 and we do the money dance two weeks in a row
0: god damn that was hot and if you do like denver uh on the free pick you can get it at three and a half at draftkings online right fucking now baby longhorn tell them about that fabulous website one more time
1: All right, you Glory Hole Seekers, that's going to wrap up another award-winning episode of the Football Glory Hole Podcast. We thank each and every one of you for tuning in. Y'all come back to the sports patio next week, and don't forget to subscribe. and give us a five-star rating so we can pay those bills. Hit us up on any of our social medias, and don't forget to subscribe to both our YouTube channels, the Football Glory Hole and the Degenerate with RJ Choppy. We give out free picks on our website our podcast, and also our YouTube quick hits so people stop being sports stupid and use them all. But most importantly, sign up for those premium picks at our website so that we may become partners for life and both see as always in a mostly non-sexual way. People, stop throwing away your hard-earned money on a guessing game. Let the pros do the heavy lifting. So sign up, tell a friend, and join in on the fun of watching football. Drinking beer and never pay a book again. Come on.
0: God damn it, people never pay a book again. Steven Tyler take a self leather!